Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Presented by Kaleida Health. We are hour number two on a Tuesday. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you. One Bills Live is the program. And we're pleased to be joined now to talk some Jets with us. Former Bills defensive tackle, 10-year NFL veteran, co-host of I Am Athlete Tonight and studio analyst for CBS Sports. It is one Lige Doosable joining us on the line to talk some Jets. Lige, how we doing? Chris, Taz, how you guys doing, man? It's good to talk to you guys. Good, good to have you on. Thanks for coming and spending some time with us. What's the vibe in New York with about the Mike White thing, how it's going, how he played last week? Uh, give us a little synopsis of how the Jets look. I mean, if, if you look at his teammates and how they've embraced Mike White, right? I mean, all you have to see is almost every Jet player had a Mike White shirt on heading to Minnesota. That's how they've embraced this young man. He's a true leader, a, a calming presence in the huddle um you heard garrett wilson speak about that after the game right he's just cool calm and collective and when your your star rookie receiver comes out and says you know i'd go to war with that guy any anywhere you know that kind of lets you know how they feel about mike white he's a guy that actually processes really well fellas and he has just a big enough arm and he knows how to run the michael lafleur offense he's not trying to be superman out there he's going to take what the defense gives him and again this is a big opportunity for him this sunday versus the bills because he gets to kind of wrestle some of them demons from last year when the bills took the ball away from him four times yeah right um what what do we make of the Zach Wilson situation. I mean, it's it's not like he gets demoted to backup. He's inactive, and Robert yeah. Salas said he will be again this week. I know he also said they haven't closed the book on Zach Wilson as a New York Jet, but this has got to be <laughs> far from ideal uh, for Zach Wilson yeah. and for the organization long-term at the position, right? Yeah, it's, it's a tough situation, right, Chris, because you talk about being the number two overall pick in 21, right? That's a high draft pick. And usually guys like that get two to three years of opportunity before, you know, a team decides to bench them. But I say kudos to Robert Sala, right? He understands that he has 52 other people to think about on that team. They have a playoff slash championship defense, the way they get after people. And when you have a defense playing at that type of level, you can't waste them on a year when you're trying to bring a, a, along a young quarterback. Now, granted, does this hurt in his growth? Maybe, but 
Zach Wilson just wasn't doing the simple things right. The simple check downs, his footwork was all over the place. Um, turning the ball over, you know, versus, you know, the New England Patriots that first game on simple throwaways, guys, things that you cannot do. And then in the second game, it was worse because it was like he was gun shy. He just refused to throw the football and was taking unwarranted sacks. So Mike White comes in and, of course, you know, he cooks against the Chicago Bears, but then he puts up 360 versus the Minnesota Vikings. Now, granted, right, their, their pass defense is one of the worst in the NFL, but it was some of those big time throws that we saw Chris and Tass, like the fourth and 10 pass to Corey Davis with the game on the yeah. line on the end breaking route where the state, the corner is literally on Corey Davis's back and he puts it where only Corey Davis can catch the football. So it's not an ideal thing for the Jets because you got a guy that you took number two, but shout out to the GM, you know, um, Joe Douglas and also head coach Robert Sala for making this move understanding what they have on their current roster. Yeah, and what's that mean going forward? I mean, they're not going to find – I mean, yeah. as long as Mike White plays well, he ain't going anywhere. Uh, Zach think, Wilson's Yeah, you inactive. said it, Taz. Yeah, I mean, so what that yeah. really hamstrings their ability to find out if Zach Wilson is the guy. Yeah, and I think going forward, I would not be surprised if Zach Wilson was inactive the rest of the year, to just be honest with you, just because, like you said, Taz, how do you look at the 52 other guys in that locker room when Mike White is averaging throwing over 300 a game, that's something they haven't had all year long, right? And with the defense that I just talked about, right? I believe they're top 10 in scoring defense. I believe they gave up just about 18.6 points uh, a game. And with this front four and how they're able to get after the quarterback and then those two dominant corners they have, like it's hard for a head coach to you know, generally look at guys in the face and say, we're trying to do what's best for the organization. When you have a guy like Mike White that is producing at a high level and keeping you in games. And the thing was this last game versus Minnesota kind of taught us something about Mike White, right? Before with Zach Wilson, they were just not, they were scared to give him certain plays. Well, in that game versus Minnesota, they opened up the playbook for Mike White and he threw them back into that game because from once this season, this defense didn't play as well in the first half, right? They were down 23, Mike White got them back in the game. Now they have to be better in the red zone. Obviously you can't go one for six and only score one time, uh, score one touchdown in the red zone and expect to win games in the NFL. But Mike White was efficient with the football. He know where to go with the football. When that back foot hit, he let it go. So yes, it's a bind, but you also have to live in the now, right? I talked about that, Chris and Steve. Like if you have, if you feel like you have a, t a roster that's built for the playoffs, you got to look at those 52 other guys and be like, we're going to do what's best for the team right now. Yes, we have to worry about the future, but we got to do what's best for this team right now. Yeah. Um, last week, the red zone was a problem on both sides of the ball. I mean, the Jets go yeah. one for six in the red zone on offense, and you know they get two cracks at it to win the football game at the end. They can't punch it in. And then uncharacteristically, the defense lets the Vikings go in three of three um, is do we consider this a one-off or is this a troubling situation that's brewing here? I would say it's, it's a one-off, right? It was on offense. We'll start with the offense first guys. Uh, lack of execution in the red zone will kill you. Um, also, I think Michael floor would like to have a few play calls back. If we're being honest, I mean, the screen, the screenplay on one first down and then an end around or a speed sweep to Braxton Berrios. When, uh, you know, Zonovan Knight was running with purpose, I think you should have gave him three cracks at that and then maybe on fourth and one through the football because, again, he made Harrison Smith, who was a perennial Pro Bowl safety, miss in the hole when he was scot-free and he got back to the line of scrimmage. So I think it was a combination of some play calls that Mike LaFleur would like to have back and then just poor execution in the red zone. On defense, 
Honestly, it seemed like the defense kind of slept walk through the first half. I don't know what it was. They just routinely bow up in the red zone, and they didn't. Now, granted, you know, DJ Reed one-on-one with Justin Jefferson in the second half on that red zone opportunity. Justin Jefferson's going to make most corners, you know, look bad on one-on-one situation. It, it wasn't like he made DJ Reed look bad. He's just a superior receiver. I honestly think he should be in the MVP, MVP race and not just offensive player race this year for what he's done for the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, you guys know it firsthand. I mean, the, the game versus Minnesota, he was, re- I mean, versus you guys was ridiculous. I mean, I think he went over 180 that game. But, um, you know, the, the, the defense just didn't make the stops, right? I think there was some miscommunication on some. And then, one cardinal sin we used to always say on defense, you can't let them run the football in, right? And the Jets allowed that in the first half. You can't allow somebody to run the football in on you. They, 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 you know, they shirt things up in the second half. They really nullified the run game. And besides that one drive where Justin Jefferson scored, the Minnesota Vikings do anything the second half. And, I mean, you know, the Jets are the best fourth-quarter team as far as point differential in the NFL. I think Minnesota was second. So if they had just started faster in that game – I believe that game would have turned out different for him. The last time these two teams played, I think the Jets put together their most complete effort of the season. I mean, Zach Will. I mean, they he, he didn't throw it away. Didn't he? Didn't do anything crazy, and they played yep. well enough to win. In fact, I was telling Brownie just before you came on of the three losses the Bills have. That's the one you got no excuse for. The, the Jets outplayed them. What can mm-hmm. the Jets take from that game into this one? Help them here in Orchard Park. Yeah, I think they they feel comfortable in who they are. They know they're a defensive-minded team that is going to come and play hard-nosed defense, right? That front four, right, they were a pain in Josh Allen's side that game. I believe five sacks that game and forced two interceptions, and it actually should have been three. Um, Jordan White had dropped another one later on in that third quarter. But, again, some of those plays, Josh Allen, you don't routinely see him make. Now, he's made a few of them this year. But going back to the last few years, he he routinely hadn't made some of those. Like the Jordan Whitehead interception – that was mind-boggling. I mean, I thought he was trying to throw it over his head to Dawson Knox, but he literally threw it right to Jordan Whitehead. And then the other one to Sauce Garner, um, I didn't understand what he, what he saw on that play. Sauce, you know, sloughs off in zone coverage and gets an easy pick that hits him right in between the numbers. But this defense gets after you, right? And they got after Josh Allen pretty good that game. That was the game he actually hurt his elbow because Bryce Hoff, you know, beat Quisenberry across the edge when, uh, you know, Josh was in dropping back to throw the ball and, and he went for the ball and his elbow got hurt on that play. So this defensive line gets after people, right? And like, honestly, Sunday's game was the, the game that they didn't create as much pressure as they routinely do. And I thought they would with Christian Derisaw being out that game. It'll be interesting to see if, uh, you know, my guy Deion Dawkins can go this week. Because if not, I think the Jets like their situation with, you know, Spencer Brown and, and Quisenberry on the outside. What uh, can you tell us about Zonovan Knight? He gets the he gets the start last week, 15 carries, 90 yards. As you said, he was running with purpose. Do you think he earns another start? Does he earn the lion's share of the load, or do they continue going committee approach here? I honestly think he deserves to start, right? And I love Michael Carter, but if you look at Michael Carter in his history, right, he's never been the number one back. He's always had to share the load. And if you hear Robert Sala, he's just so giddy about Bam Knight, right? He runs with purpose. He's that one-cut, get-downhill runner. And that's what you need in this Mike LaFleur slash Shanahan system, right? You can't be dancing in the backfield. And you see from these clips right here, right? He gets downhill fast and in a hurry. He, there's no fair dodging in the backfield. And then he seeks out contact and runs through contacts, uh, contact. And he does a really good job catching the ball out of the backfield as well. So, honestly, the way that Robert Sala has talked about this kid – I would not be surprised if he got the start again versus Buffalo. 
And if and if he does, I mean, give us an idea of how much he can comment because Garrett Wilson certainly has emerged as being the guy. I mean, yep. they got everything they desired in him. Uh, certainly, is the number one guy going forward. How balanced does this offense need to be, and what can we expect to see? Run versus pass, Garrett Wilson, and and the running game. Well, it needs to be way more balanced than it was Sunday. I mean, Mike White threw the ball 57 times. Right. I guarantee that's that wasn't, you know, the intent going into that game versus the Minnesota Vikings. Now, you know, Bam Knight ran for over 90, but let's not forget one run he broke for like 45 yards. So the other runs, I believe, combined on his 13 carries, he averaged like 3.6 yards a carry. So they have to be a little bit better in the run game, and that starts up front with the offensive line. George Fent was able to come back last week. I mean, Max Mitchell started the game, but they inserted George Fent, I think, within the first quarter because Max Mitchell had some struggles early on in that game. So I think George Fent will start this week. And hopefully they can bring that continuity with that offensive line as far as that zone scheme. They got to be able to run off the football. This is an athletic defensive line for the Buffalo Bills. And one thing they do is they rotate a lot of guys, just like the New York Jets do. So this will be something that the Jets are used to seeing on offense because they practice against our defensive line or the Jets defense line. And they, you know, constantly rotate guys, especially with Von Miller being out. You know, those guys are going to definitely rotate a lot of guys. Uh, you know, Epineza has a sack last week. I thought it was big for him. Greg Rousseau came back from his injury last week. Ed Oliver, two weeks ago, was the defensive player of the week in the AFC. So it's going to be a tall task for this offensive line. And, and and make no mistakes, I think Dwayne Brown, being the Wiley veteran that he is, came out this week and said, we have to have our most complete game and we have to play mistake-free football if we want to win this game. I think it's going to be a very different game for a multitude of reasons, but I think because of the personnel that are actually healthy enough to play in this thing. You mentioned George Fant. You know, Bam Knight is a factor now. Corey Davis didn't play in the last game for the Jets. You have Mike yep. White, a quarterback. And then for the Bills, their defense is miles healthier than they were back in Week 9 when yep. Jordan Poyer, Tredavious White, and Matt Milano weren't on the field. All three of those guys are going to be in the lineup on Sunday. It's going to be a lot different for Mike White. Yeah, and, and we talked about this starting the show or starting the second hour of the show, right? He gets to exercise some of those demons. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe the Bills are, what, 8-0 when Jordan Poyer plays this year? Yes. So, you know, things are in their favor. That lets you know what type of player Jordan Poyer is and what he means to not only this defense, this team, right? He's that rock-solid safety in the back, perennial pro bowler, one of the best safeties in the league. I love Jordan. I've, I trained with him down here in Miami for many years, so he's, he's just an amazing dude and an amazing player. And Matt Milano, and I mean, and you talked about Matt Milano, but Trey, uh, Trem uh, Tremaine Edmonds, the way he played last week, fellas, you could tell he was pissed off being home and hurt because literally, I, I felt like for the first 20 plays of that game, he was around the ball carrier. Like he played with his hair on fire last week. And with him and Matt Milano, one might dare to say that's the best linebacking crew in the NFL when both of those guys are actually healthy and on the field. And yeah. Tredavious White is working his way back as well. So you're right, Chris, this will be a different different game because I, I think both sides are more healthier than they yeah. were the first time they played. What about that? Besides, the you know, Von Miller and right. the, so potentially if Deion Dawkins can go. Right. What, give us an idea of what the Jets' plan was and why they were able to hold Josh Allen at bay the last time these two teams played. Yeah, they just put they put it on the front four. And and that's that's been the bread and butter of this team, right? If you go and look at Robert Sala's lineage and when he was at Seattle and when he was at San Francisco, right? He always wanted to have a front floor and then he wanted to have two shutdown corners. Well, they got that with the New York Jets. So, like, 
<clears throat> when you can rush four and keep the safeties over the top or maybe even bracket a, you know, a Stefan Diggs with one of the safeties and have one safety free in the middle of the field, it makes it a lot easier for your defense, right? Because you already know what you're doing now. They don't mind putting those two corners on the island. We saw that last week. DJ Reed was lined up with Justin Jefferson a few times in one-on-one situations. It'll be interesting to see, right, the chess match that's going to happen. Will Ken Dorsey move, you know, digs around and put him more in the slot this time around to, to be up on Michael Carter? Another thing, uh, the Jets most likely won't probably have Michael Carter. He got banged up in last week's game and had to come out tried to go back into the game, was limping around, didn't look good. They pulled him out of the game. So that'll be a matchup to watch. Brandon Eccles most likely slides into that slot area. Does Ken Dorsey try to take advantage of that? Because he's had some struggles when Michael Carter has been hurt in that slot area. So I would not be surprised to see them motioning Stefan Diggs, putting him in that slot to take advantage of that situation. But, but you know, bear no bags of uh, bones about it. Like Robert Sala trusts these corners. He will put them in man coverage. And sometimes he'll have those two safeties over the top to keep it in two man. But those two guys on the outside, he he's comfortable with putting them in man coverage. Right. Lige, thanks for all the insight. We appreciate it. Uh, as we always uh, do every year, we kind of hit you up for the Jets. So thanks for spelling it all out for us. Should be a good game on Sunday. Yeah, I can't wait to see it, guys. All right, thanks, that's Lige Doosable, analyst for CBS Sports, joining us here and Always has the 411 for us on the New York Jets as he covers that team each and every season. Um, I really think it's going to be a much different game than the one we saw in week nine for a multitude of reasons. Obviously, if Von Miller, we know Von Miller's not going to be part of the equation being on IR. Um, Deion Dawkins is still a question mark uh, as he's trying to get back from that ankle injury in time for Sunday's game. But I, I think defensively, the Bills' defense is going to be miles different from what the Jets saw the first time. And granted, it's going to be a different quarterback looking at the Bills' defense anyway in Mike White. But just think about that, Steve. No Tredavious White, no Jordan Poyer, no Matt Milano in the first matchup in Week 9. Those three guys are all going to be on the field on Sunday. That makes a huge difference. Yeah, Von Miller's not going to be there though, and and I, and this is going to be this is not going to be one of those games, I think, where the Bills run off and leave this team. Their front is too good. I think it's going to be hard to score on them. Our points are going to be in a premium. You're going to have to score when you get the chance. And I and I think one thing that you got to do too is get a turnover. You got to be on the positive side of the turnover. Uh, if you're even in the turnover margin, it's going to be a one score game at the end of it. I think just because of the quality of their defense and the depth they have. And he's right. Their corners will hold up um, if they give whoever's got Steph Diggs help. Um, I think Gabe Davis is going to be put under a little pressure to, to win some one-on-ones. McKenzie will be under, put under some pressure to win some one-on-ones, and it'll be up to the running backs to maybe and, – and Dawson Knox to emerge maybe a little bit, which has – you know, a lot of people have been calling for Dawson Knox to do that. Yeah. And he hasn't yet. Jets are talking about having to start faster this week. They they got blitzed early right. in that game against the Vikings. They're down 17-3 to before they even blinked. Right. And, yes, they climb into it at the end. But I, I got to believe the Bills can kind of go to school on some of the things that the Vikings did to be so successful early on in that game. Well, yeah. I, uh, yeah. And the, every team will. But I think there's also some things. You know, the Jets are good enough defensively to do something. And I think, I think Ken Dorsey's going to be put to the test here. He's going to have to make some adjustments on the fly. I don't well, think, especially if Dawkins can't <clears> play. Particularly, too, <throat> since you got to feel like the Jets are going to think, and maybe rightfully so, 
they're going to match up fine with the Bills' offensive line. And they, if they can get some single blockers on some matchups they like, Josh may be running around back there. Uh, the Jets are going to come in pretty confident on defense. And it's the other side of the ball. What the, what the Bills' defense can get done against their offense, I think it's going to be the difference in the game. Yeah. We're going to take a break here, but when we come back, we've got some thoughts of yours on the tweet sheet. How many points do you think it's going to take and why to get a win over the Jets on Sunday? And we might have a little bit of time for some NFL true-false. All of that next here on One Bills Live, presented by Collider Health. It's Buffalo Bills Radio. All right, how many points do you think the Bills need to beat the Jets on Sunday? And tell us why. 803-0550-1888-550-2550, the number to get on board. We go to the tweet sheet right now, though. Tweet sheet brought to you by Corrigan Moving Systems, the official equipment moving company of the Buffalo Bills. Dan leads us off and says 24-plus for points. Mike White is an efficient enough quarterback that he will keep their offense on the field just enough to keep it close. That's kind of what we've been talking about the whole time. He's He brings a functionality to the Jets' offense that Zach Wilson flat out could not. He just couldn't. One problem Mike White is going to have is he's not going to be going against the 31st pass defense in the NFL this week like right. he did last week. That's going to be a problem for him. 31st uh, overall defense, too. I mean, they give up yards like it's a candy sale. He's going to be playing against a defense that's every bit as good as the Jet defense or vice versa. Um, so it's going to be tough. Um We'll see. I, I'm fully confident that the Bills' defense that he's going to see this week is going to be much different than the one that played the Jets the first time, and that's going to be the difference in this game. I don't think Mike White is going to be able to keep up. Yeah. That's that's the way I think. If the Bills win, that's why. Yeah. I, I think, yes, it's, it's not great that you don't have Von Miller, but I think it's the guys in the back seven that are even more important. You have Poyer. You have Tredavious White, who's going to play even more this week. Coach Frazier said it yesterday, addressing the media. They were very encouraged by the way Trey played on Thursday night against New England. And he he said yesterday they want to put even more on his plate this week. He's got a Trey loves rising to a challenge, and I'm I don't think he's going to follow Garrett Wilson all over the field. But Garrett Wilson is a nice challenge. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So Very much so, yeah. Trey usually rises to the occasion in those situations. And you have Poyer and you have Milano. You didn't have all three of those guys in the last meeting in week nine. So I think that's a good thing from a Bills perspective. Jeremy on the tweet sheet says, 21 points or more. I think our team is starting to hit the summit for the season, and I think both sides of the ball will play better than they did the last time. This defense is going to keep Mike White in check, which kind of goes to what you were saying. Right. You know, that Mike's not gonna, Mike White's not going to be able to keep up. Both teams, I, both teams are in a better place now than they were the first meeting. Uh, the Bills' defense certainly is, except with the exception of Vaughn. Uh, and I think the offense is further down the road toward becoming what it has been in years past, with, now with Ken Dorsey instead of Brian Dable. So uh, it's, it's interesting to kind of transpose where we think these teams are now as to where they were uh, when this, these, they met earlier in the season. Hmm. And I, you know, it's, uh, I mean, it was all the way back in, where was it? It was uh, week nine. So it's been a month since uh, five weeks, six weeks now since they played. Um, things have changed dramatically, not yeah. just at the quarterback position for the Jets. As they typically do in every NFL season. Joe on the tweet sheet says, 27 points, including several long drives that eat up clock. And the Bills showed a propensity to do that against the Patriots last Thursday. So eating up clock with a run game that is suddenly discovering reliable production. You know, they run for 160-plus against the Browns and the Lions in each of those two games. They don't run for quite as much against the Patriots, but the run game was effective enough uh, for for a balanced attack and some clock-eating drives. That 15-play, 94-yard drive took almost nine minutes off the clock last week. You do that against the Jets, I mean, I don't care who Mike White is. Yeah, that's a crusher. Particularly yeah. if you do it in the second half now. Plus, you gas that defense out in the process. Leger Doosable made a great point. The Jets are a really good fourth-quarter team. They they score in the fourth quarter, and their defense rises up in the fourth quarter. Their point differential is as good as anybody's in the league, better than everybody's in the league. That's an issue um, for the Bills. You, you hate seeing that, and which makes you think, you know, you're going to need a padded lead at the end of this game or the Jets are going to – and I, I said this too. The Jets seem to me like to be in a spot now, particularly in this game against the Bills, they're a little dead. they got to win this game. Yeah. It's huge for the Jets to win this game. So I think this is a coaching staff that's going to roll it out there and take some chances where they otherwise might not have in weeks past. And I think the Jets may be good enough to pull off a, a few of those things. Hmm. So I think I think it's a da- they're a dangerous team for that reason. Yeah, they have outscored their opponents ninety four to forty in the fourth quarter, but that's also due in part to the fact that they've been outscored in the other three quarters this season, not by a lot, but right. they've been outscored by nine in the first quarter, 
by six in the second quarter and by 10 in the third quarter. So relatively even through the first three quarters and then something happens. They kick it into gear in the fourth quarter yeah, when desperate seven, times call for desperate measures. Well, yeah, and the, seven the Jets are winning team, winning team, seven and five. They're having a good season. Um, that's, that's a sign of a team that maybe has got a little more under the hood than we give them credit for, being able to do that and put their foot on the gas in the fourth quarter when, when it's a tight game. i, I got to give them credit. Yeah. Butch is resolutely confident it's going to be a blowout, he says. 38-7 Bills. Be nice if it happens. I'm not convinced it will, but we'll see. James on the tweet sheet says 24 points. Buffalo has a much better overall defense than the Vikings, the Jets' opponent last week. If Buffalo gets a solid lead, they won't give it back. I could, I could, I could buy that comment yeah. from James. Yeah, this is Bills aren't in the business of giving up leads very often. No, they're the Bills, and you can say what you want, but you know, a late. A late touchdown against the Green Bay makes yeah. it a 10-point game. They had a couple of hiccups of during the yeah. season, but um, for the most part, no, not giving up leads. Right. But earlier in the season, yeah, they had a couple of issues with that in back-to-back weeks, actually. Jack on the tweet sheet says, as many points as possible. I don't want them to let up at all. The last game against the Jets, we blew a two-score lead, and that was with Wilson. So I hope we get out there and put tons of pressure on their defense if we can get to 28, 31 points, we're in good shape. But don't hold back, Josh. Right. Yeah, it was 14 to 3. And it was first half lead, and they gave it up and lost the football game. Yeah. Due in part to turnovers, one in the red zone, the other on their inside their own 20-yard line, which led to points uh, for the Jets on the other side of the ledger. Vince on the tweet sheet says, if we don't turn it over, 24 to 31 points is enough. White's playing well, so get him to turn it over and give our offense another possession. That's a win-win. Yeah, it is. Uh, and they had no problem turning Mike White over last year. He had four picks, no touchdowns against the Bills in a 45-17 lopsided loss. Yeah. Uh, and certainly if they start turning, if they start getting Mike White to turn it over like they did a year ago, game's over anyway. I mean, they're not. The Jets aren't good enough offensively to turn it over multiple times and still stay in the football game. Yeah. So yeah. Jay Lish on the tweet sheet says, "As many points as they can score to demoralize the Jets and scare the heck out of the Dolphins." I don't know if you're scaring anybody these days in our division. Forget about the Dolphins. If if you can start playing on an uptick all the time, like they were able to at the end of last season. And I don't want to say it's too early to do that. You've got five games left. That's a long stretch. You've already won three straight on the road, yeah. all three of them on the road, which has been a great stretch for the Bills. But you're in the midst of a three-game stretch that's going to define your season in the division title. Um, I don't have a problem starting to hit your stride at this time of year. It might even be a little early. But, man, oh, man, it's never a bad time to if, you've, if you're feeling it to flex. Yeah. I'm not, I don't know if you're going to be able to do that offensively against this Jet defense. It's really good. Yeah, it is. It's really good. Daniel on the tweet sheet says, never knowing what the D will do week to week. One week good, one week not so much. I think the Bills need to be in the high 30s. I hope the offense is up to it. Go Bills. I don't know. If, uh, I mean, the defense, yeah, you gave up 25 to Detroit. And you gave up 23 to Cleveland, but there were some garbage points at the end against the Browns. You know, two touchdown drives late. And you give up 10 to the Patriots last week. 
I have a feeling that the defense is rounding into form here, um, even with Von Miller on IR. I don't know why I feel that way. I just do. Uh, I kind of see them locking it down here for the last five weeks of the season. Miami might be challenging, but and Cincinnati might be tough, you know, where they're not holding them under 20. Right. But the rest of these opponents, I think they're going to hold them under 20 points in each of those games. We'll see. Uh, the Jet, the Jets, um, no doubt, the Jets have struggled to score points. I mean, they got 17, 10, or no, I'm sorry, they got uh, 20, they scored three, then they scored 31 against the Bears, and then 22 last weekend. Um when it's there, they're going to take advantage of it. You got to, you can't like last week, a missed, a bad angle and a missed tackle, and you're down seven to nothing or seven to three to the Patriots. Yeah, because you had a missed tackle and a bad angle. That kind of stuff haunts you. Doesn't take much. Don't do that to the Jets. Right. You'll, I mean, the Jets lose. are yeah. talking about starting fast. The Bills got to do that too. Make them think that week nine was an aberration and that I, they don't belong on the field. I get it. You can, it goes a long way. You're able to lump a team up, particularly one with a good defense, and you, you do it on both sides of the ball. Your offense scores a ton of points, and your defense just stifles them. That's a huge confidence boost going into the stretch of the season, and it will set you up nicely for the next week. Yeah. But getting off to a fast start is really the first step in doing that. Uh, you get off to a fast start against this team, and they may be looking sideways at each other. So we'll see. That'll do it for the tweet sheet. We're going to move ahead now to a little NFL true-false. We had fun with that yesterday, so why not hit it again here today in Tuesday's edition of One Bills Live. Question number one for NFL true-false, Steve, and I should mention NFL true-false brought to you by Patron Tequila the official tequila of the Buffalo Bills. Question number one, Trevor Lawrence is still shaping up to be the franchise quarterback Jacksonville wanted. What do you say to that? Oh, I think so, yeah. I, I, he shows flashes. He, he almost His rookie season was almost a, a wash, a wasted year. Well, he was mismanaged. With the, with the turmoil that went on at other places in the organization, at head coach and all of that. Uh, I think there, he has shown – moments in this season where you think, okay, he's the guy. He can spin it. He can run. Uh, yeah, I, I think there's still a lot of hope and a lot of optimism that Trevor Lawrence is going to be exactly who they thought he was going to be. He's, I mean, he's put together a pretty nice season. Doug Peterson is a good coach to have as your head coach if you're Trevor Lawrence and you're trying to blossom in this league. He's completed over 65% of his passes, 17 touchdowns to three picks. So, He's pretty much a three-to-one touchdown-to-interception ratio there. He does offer you escapability in the run game, and his passer rating is 92.8. For a second-year quarterback, those are pretty good numbers. One of the reasons this is a question this week is because they got lumped up by a bad Detroit team, 40-14. to 14. I don't think that was a Trevor Lawrence issue. I think that was a Jacksonville defense issue. When you're giving up 40 points and they're scoring on eight of their first eight possessions – that's not on your rookie quarterback. That's on your defense. Yeah. Your rookie quarterback can't even get on the field. So 
I, I don't think that's an indictment on Trevor Lawrence. I think it's an indictment on the roster yeah. in Jacksonville and the work they still have to do. Yeah, but I'll say true. I think he's shaping up to be the franchise quarterback Jacksonville wanted. I don't know if his ceiling is as high as people thought, but I, I think you can win with that kid. So I will say true. true. NFL true-false number two, 49ers offense won't drop off with Brock Purdy at quarterback. What do we say to that, Steve? I'm hesitating. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, yes, it will drop off. Because? The last, the last player picked in the draft is not going to play as well as Jimmy Garoppolo did before he got hurt. And I'm, I, it's just not going to happen. And you can say what you want about the way Jimmy Garoppolo played, and everybody has a lot of fun and you know has their own opinion about how good or bad Garoppolo is. Most people think he's barely good enough, and they the Niners were trying to get rid of him. Most of that, though, was because of his salary, not because that the guy's a bad guy or a really bad football player. I don't think it's there's any way that now they may have flashes where Purdy can get him and play him well and play well as quarterback, but I don't think overall at the end of this season you're going to look back and say they were better or as even as good as they were with Jimmy Garoppolo. They're at home against the Bucks on a short week. Um, Bucks defense is still pretty good. Purdy showed me something though against the Dolphins. Not that the Dolphins defense is killing it right now. They have their they have their faults and their flaws. And you have supreme talent around him. Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey. They got I mean even man. Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. I mean, they have playmakers where all Purdy has to do is distribute the football. And Kyle Shanahan is a good enough play caller to make those reads easy and readily apparent for Purdy to pull the trigger. So is he going to beat Tom Brady this week? I don't know. But I think he can make some plays for you because of the playmakers around him. The Niners um, might beat the Bucks, but Purdy's not going to beat Tom Brady. And Garoppolo is horribly average, and he has been for most of his career. He, yes. So with the playmakers that Purdy's got around him, is he going to be that much worse than Garoppolo? Maybe not that much worse, but they're not going to be better. I mean, that's what the question was. Offense won't drop won't off. Drop off? I th yeah, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to drop a little bit. All right, I'm going to say they'll be able to sustain what they've done with Garoppolo. I will say true. He's not going to drop off a cliff, maybe, but he's. I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know who. I don't know who. You don't know Brock, Brock Purdy from Purdy. a hole in your head, right? Yeah. I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. Yeah, but <laughs> I gotta let me say that. How tough could it be in San Francisco, right? Yeah. You got the best play caller, the best offense. I mean, they're one of the best running backs, one of the best receivers get, after the just, catch. Play like keep away. Just get the ball out of your hands. Yeah. Break time for us is that is NFL True False brought to you by Patron Tequila, the official tequila of the Buffalo Bills. We'll take a break. Be back with more here on One Bills Live. Stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to One Bills Live. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker, and what we were speculating about at the top of the show concerning Odell Beckham Jr., who completed his free agent tour, I guess you would say, in Dallas this morning, has a little bit more light shed on it at this point. According to ESPN's Ed Werder, the Cowboys fear that free agent wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. has not progressed enough in his recovery from the torn ACL he suffered in the Rams Super Bowl and have concerns about his physical. Now, with each visit, presumably he took a physical with each of those teams' respective medical staffs, and it's apparently coming out in Dallas that Beckham may not pass physicals at this point in time. Well, that's interesting because, you know, he's been cleared to play by his medical people. and oh, he I'm put sure it he out has. There. Um, yeah. That's that douses a little water. That's on not it, no nothing. Question. That's not nothing. And these and you're not going to pry at this point of the season. You're not going to pry the kind of money he's asking for out of any NFL team. If you're not 100 percent healthy and can't help like this weekend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so it'll be interesting to see how it how it transpires in the coming weeks. Yeah, I mean, that. <laughs> that doesn't sound very promising. I mean, the general consensus now is, at least coming out of Dallas, is he may not be ready to play until 2023. Right. Now, does right. that mean playoffs 2023? Or does that mean next fall 2023? That is the question going forward. Yep. But it looks like regular season might be out of the equation. Steve and I will see you tomorrow when the Bills are back on the practice field. We'll see you at 1. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. 
Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.